I'm Kashmi Singhal, the Digital Media Specialist for the STEM-E Youth Career Development Program. Welcome to the seventh episode of STEM-E Interviews. My name is Dr. Benjamin Wang. I'm the Founder and Chief Medical Officer of NEVAT. Okay, so let's begin. Can you take us through your background, where you started and how you got to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I uh, was uh, started my career at the uh, University of California at Davis, uh, where I studied um, biochemistry and molecular cell biology. Um, after after being uh, after finishing my undergraduate um, at Davis, I went to the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine and completed my medical doctorate um, uh, there. <laughs> Okay, that's really cool. And it's, you, mm -hmm, go ahead. How did your education at UC Davis impact your decision to pursue your career? Well, at UC Davis, um, my education at UC Davis gave me an appreciation for scientific research, clinical research, and allowed me um, to learn about how science was applied to um, solving problems. And uh, that gave me a real big interest in following um, following up and, and going towards medicine as a career choice. So it was a pretty big part of your career. Absolutely. That's cool. What do you think caused you to switch from being a doctor to entrepreneurship? Quite frankly, I was um, nearing the end of my training at the time. And, um, you know, I figured out that I wanted to make a bigger impact in, in terms of patient care that wasn't possible as a full-time practicing doctor and so i made the hard decision to to transition into becoming a medical device entrepreneur oh that's really interesting did you always want to go into the medical field or entrepreneurship field um quite frankly no i i had no idea at the time um, but it's one of those decisions that you make in your life and you, you uh, continue with it once you've made it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you see any more physicians entering into entrepreneurship? Why? So actually, it's a fascinating time to be in healthcare and entrepreneurship because what, we're, what I see a lot of is the pathway of becoming a healthcare entrepreneur for physicians and other clinicians is now more acceptable than it was 10 years ago. And we actually have a number of medical schools and um, postgraduate training programs that really encourage um, clinicians to enter into some kind of entrepreneurial activity. Um, the program surrounding um, discovering new opportunities and the resources available are vastly better today than they were 10 years ago. And quite frankly, um, I think there is a generational motivation um, in, in the doctors that we're training today that they want to be able to explore these different fields and they want their career to be a little less traditional. So. Um, I have to tell you, not only in my specific medical device um, uh, arena, but I see an explosion of healthcare professionals entering the entrepreneurial space. 
simply because um, there are large problems in our healthcare system that are very complicated, that are very expensive, and that quite frankly, um, clinicians are very well positioned to solve. Um, and then now there is additional push and interest in, in doing it. So I do see a lot more clinicians, not just doctors, but everybody, nurses, physical therapists, respiratory therapists, um, um, occupational therapists, entering into more entrepreneurial roles simply because um, there is now more interest and resources out there to do so. It's a very exciting time. Yeah, that was really insightful. What does a doctor do daily? And what does an entrepreneur do daily? Well, um, there are lots of different types of doctors. Um, I still like to think I, I am a type of doctor. Most doctors um, will see patients, um, both in the hospital and, and in the clinic. Um, but there are many doctors who actually don't have a lot of patient care, such as radiologists and pathologists. Um, I, I tend to think of myself as a medical doctor that specializes in innovation and uh, medical device technology. Yeah, and similarly, what does an entrepreneur do? <laughs> so an entrepreneur does everything. <laughs> we don't have a set job description. Um, my day consists of talking to our sales and distribution partners, creating new um, partnerships, um, filling filling orders to innovating new medical devices to talking to our manufacturer to our lawyers everything in between oh okay when did you decide to become a doctor uh when i was in when i was uh in college actually that it came to mind that i wanted to wanted to learn more about how life sciences apply to human health and that really is medicine. Right? And similarly, when did you decide to switch to entrepreneurship? It was actually at the end of my medical training when I started to fully understand what it is to be a practicing medical doctor. And um, the prospect of having, you know, the impact that you really ultimately want to make limited by the structures and the, the uh, institutions in, in place. So when I realized that, you know, uh, medical doctors would be more constrained in terms of what they could do to innovate, I, I felt it was, a, it was a, a time in which I should make a decision to either go one path or the other. And I chose the, the latter half. What are the pros and cons of your job? Well, um, a big pro is you have a lot of flexibility. There are no bosses, <laughs> so many times you have to um, do everything, um, but it's on your own schedule and you are accountable to yourself. Um, the the um, bad side of it is that sometimes you never think your job is done. Um, when you, when you, your company depends on how hard you work to see success. Many times you can work very, very hard without a break. Yeah, that's understandable. Mm -hmm. What made you found the company NEVAP? So NEVAP stands for Never 
ventilator-associated pneumonia. And uh, ventilator-associated pneumonia is a, is a very common complication that we see in people who are put on ventilators. When I was in my training, I happened to see a number of patients who suffered on ventilators and I really wanted to do something to make their care better. And that's why I founded NEVAP was because those complications were pretty terrible for those patients. Yeah, that sounds really fulfilling. Mm -hmm. How difficult was it to create a company? Oh, it's very difficult. You know, unlike, um, unlike a healthcare career, which is more regimented and there's, there's um, a set path, there is no good set path to entrepreneurship. Every company, every path for every founder looks different. And so as a founder, you have to carve that path out for yourself. Um, it takes a lot of introspection um, and also a lot of stepping out of your comfort zones to do it. Um, you have to learn new skills almost every day, uh, depending on the situation. And uh, you have to remember that, you know, um, there may not be a light at the end of the tunnel for many, many years until you get to a point where, you know, things are going well. Yeah, it sounds like there are lots of uphills and downhills to that path. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so my next question is, where did you get the idea to start NEVAP? So I wish I could say it was entirely my idea, but that wouldn't be very true or accurate. Um, I picked up a research paper one day as a um, young doctor, and I read it and it basically said, the breathing tubes that we are using aren't working. If somebody were to create a better breathing tube with small modifications, the, the impact and the effect that it could have could be enormous. And a light bulb went off in me and I said, you know what? Maybe I can do that. That seems like something I could do. And that seems like something I'd be willing to devote a lot of my time to doing. So at that point I said, you know, that's a good place to start. That's how I got my start and started Neva, really. And what does NEVAP do? So at NEVAP, we make breathing tubes that do four very important things. Um, number one, our breathing tubes get people off the ventilator sooner. It, they reduce the incidence or the rate that these patients will catch a pneumonia. We also reduce the amount of antibiotics that are used in patients which is very important for antibiotic resistance. And last, we, we actually reduce mortality in patients undergoing mechanical ventilation. And what does that mean? That means every we have a, a very cost-effective medical device that can make tr um, hospital and, and medical care safer and cheaper for patients uh, undergoing surgery, or COVID patients, or you know, car accident patients, all of these patients who can't breathe for themselves and who are vulnerable, who are at their most vulnerable when they are unconscious and a machine is breathing for them. We have a cost-effective device that makes their lives and their health better. 
What is your vision for NEVAP and future goals? Our goal at NEVAP is to make mechanical ventilation safer for all patients. And um, we see that as our mandate. We would like it if everybody who, basically the 50 million people every year who use a breathing tube, got a better breathing tube. And basically we're using one such as ours that would reduce their risk of complications. That's our goal. Wow, that's a really achievable goal. <laughs> Where do you see your future? What would you like to do? I would like to continue to make medical devices that positively impact patient uh, care and reduce complications. Um, my personal goals are to reduce costs and complications for patients all over the world. And um, I think NEVAP is one of those vehicles in which we can do exactly that. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Have you gotten the chance to travel for your work? Yes, yes, you know, because, um, because people all over the world um, undergo mechanical ventilation. I've had the opportunity to travel all over the United States um, and Canada and Asia and Europe, um, not only to engage with other doctors, but also to deal with the, um, the people who are in the business of providing mechanical ventilation all over the world. It's, it's actually a very exciting um, chance to interact with people with very different backgrounds. Wow, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. What do you like about your profession? I like the fact that there are few regulations and rules governing what a founder and their activity can be. Um, you know, as a doctor, you are, are bound by the schedules and the um, community and, and the science that you, you have. Um, and many times you're expected not to deviate from those because, you know, um, we like to have results that are predictable. But entrepreneurship is anything but predictable. You can work as hard as you want and never see a, uh, a benefit from your work. Or you can work very little and just happen to find the right resources and the right connections that, that um, you need. I tend to be on the other end of that in which I, I believe the more you work and the harder you push and the more you do, you, you do gain more um, success. And that's the really exciting, fun thing about it is that you really don't know how your day is going to end. You just keep pushing in the hopes that it'll be a good day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And similarly, what do you dislike about your profession? Yeah. Um, I dislike that it is sometimes ruled and sometimes thought of by the exception rather than the rule. Um, many times you hear about these companies that raise a lot of money right away uh, with very little traction. And, and you see a lot of people enter into this idea that, yeah, they're going to do it the same way that they read in, in a magazine or, or online. And the truth is 94 95% of um, entrepreneurship is not glamorous. It's not the stuff that makes it into the um, headlines. Um, it isn't easy and it's 
you know, overnight successes are very far and few between. Um, I don't like it when people don't understand that. But, you know, at the same time, um, you become an entrepreneur really for yourself, um, not for other people and not for other people's expectations. Yeah, that sounds difficult to me as well. Did you do any internships or jobs in different fields? Uh, yes, I did. But what I was really doing when I was trying to become an entrepreneur was I tried to get experience in my relevant field as much as possible. I've had many jobs over over my career in different fields, um, everything from real estate to construction to um, a restauranteur at some point. Um, but, you know, the the skills that helped me most are when I spent time learning more about the field that I wanted to enter. Oh, okay. That seems really useful. Yes. What is the importance of entrepreneurship in your opinion? Entrepreneurship um, is very important for our economy and also the progression of our society. What happens in medicine, especially in medicine and healthcare in general, is we have a lot of information and the people who lead medicine often cluster together around the middle of that information. They want to pick and do things that are scientifically and medically safe in terms of their careers and um, how they interact with their colleagues and what they present. They don't necessarily like to present technology and innovative thinking because you're more likely to be wrong than right. So you see, in medicine, being wrong is a bad thing and being right is a good thing. And if you try to be right every time, you don't end up taking the risks you need to move the field in a certain, certain direction. Um, every other type of science and every other type of innovation is different. Where, you know, the leaders in that field are pushing the envelope and they're at the edges of what their understanding is. That's not health. That's not the same in healthcare. And so when you look at innovation, you really think about the people who are at the edges of what is acceptable and what is not. And they are pushing um, the envelope in places where other people are not thinking of. And the hope is that if we push in the right direction and if we build things that are good for our society, that entrepreneurship is um, a direction that can improve life for more people. And I really believe that. Yeah, so this is kind of related to the last question, but what do you personally think is so special about entrepreneurship? I think it attracts um, it attracts people from different backgrounds and is ultimately an equalizer. You see, um, the smartest entrepreneurs and the smartest investors all realize that a good idea can come from anybody and anywhere. It's all about what a person sees and what they're exposed to and what their capabilities are because of the people that are around them and are willing to help them. Entrepreneurship is the culmination of being able to bring resources towards a problem 
in a different way um, in order to try and address that problem. And if you think about it, it's like running an experiment. Um, nobody knows whether it will succeed. The experiment has many, many different factors in play that can cause it to succeed or fail. Um, but if we are going to learn anything in this life, we have to run experiments. We can't just do what we know will work every time. We have to try things that may or may not work. And entrepreneurs are the people who are doing that in our society, in real life. And they take a huge risk to do that. Um, if that's not a noble thing to do, I don't know much else that is. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. What are some of the challenges that you faced in the workplace? Well, um, as a physician and as a clinician, we have unfortunately a poor way of looking at people who don't practice medicine. So imagine you're a doctor and if you practice medicine and you're in the hospital you, and you bump, bump elbows with your colleagues, everybody says, yeah, doctor so-and-so-and-so-and-so, um, and they accept you. But once you don't do exactly what everybody else is doing, then sometimes they don't feel like you're part of their group, even though truthfully, we're all on the same side. Um, and that's, a, that's really the most unfortunate piece of um, what I've experienced is that once you're not doing exactly the same thing, you kind of drift off into the, oh, he's a doctor, but he's not the same kind of doctor kind of stuff, you know? and we really shouldn't be looking at people in that fashion. Entrepreneurship in medicine and healthcare has a really important role to play. And if clinicians don't do it, somebody else will outside of us will do it and, and we will be left with the consequences. Yeah, that's really insightful. Mm -hmm. What have been some of your most rewarding moments in your career so far? Um, you know, I'm, I'm about 10 years outside of clinical practice and, um, you know, really going back and talking to my peers and my mentors and, and showing them the progress is enormously um, rewarding for me because, you know, it really opens their eyes to it, to, to different possibilities. That's really, really rewarding because, um, I'm really one of the only people in the in their circles that is doing something like that. Um, at the same time, you know, during the pandemic, what we were able to do is also donate tens of thousands of devices to hospitals and, and doctors who would otherwise not have that equipment to treat their patients. And in our estimate, we, you know, the company's donations have actually saved thousands of lives at this point during the pandemic. So. There are people that I don't see, I don't get to shake their hands, but we know that they're, they exist because we, we, uh, we're doing what we were doing. So, you know, that in itself is a very rewarding thought. Yeah. That sounds amazing. If I'm a middle or high school student that's interested in pursuing the medical field, what advice would you give me to get started? I would tell you, try to get as much experience in different places as you can. And I'll tell you why. 
Entrepreneurship is 90% luck and 1% skill. And before you know what you're going to do with the rest of your life, um, the field is open for experiences. You know, um, if you just stick to what other people are telling you to do, you won't get those experiences that may make you a special person in terms of your skill set. And whether it's being a doctor or whether it's being an entrepreneur or whether it's being um, a, a fireman or a policeman, we need people who have not only diverse um, experiences, but also diverse ways of um, empathizing with other people and, and seeing life and, and um, experiences from the other perspective. Um, so be open to growth, grow every day, uh, try to learn everything you can. And remember, there are no experiences that you don't get and feel happy that you and, and be happy that you have, have them and got them. So be open. How do you recommend for some people to be open? So like if they are set on the medical field and they don't want to explore anything else, mm -hmm. like what advice would you have for them? Well, the truth is, no matter what you do, you don't do it in a bubble. You know, you should recognize that even if you want to do something with all your heart um, and you think you know that you're going to be very good at it, that knowing a little bit more about the people that you work with and the people that you don't run into all the time can actually make you a better doctor or a better engineer or a better salesperson or whatever, simply because you're not hyper-focused on just your perspective. Um, everybody deals with different types of people on a day-to-day -day basis. And um, if you do better with dealing with people, that's a recipe for success in whatever you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good advice in my opinion. <laughs> Similarly, if I'm a middle or high schooler interested in pursuing entrepreneurship, what advice would you give me to get started? Entrepreneurship is a lot of fun. Go, go out there and sell something. When I was 15 years old, I stood in front of a Safeway and I sold beef jerky and chocolate. And it was my first sales position. I didn't make a single dollar. All the money went to a, um, went to a charity. But it was such a good experience because I learned how to talk to people. I learned not to be shy. I learned how to deal with situations where I wasn't necessarily 100% comfortable. And, and that's paid dividends throughout my entire life. Not only, not only when I was doing um, jobs that I didn't ultimately um, decide to follow, follow down that path. But I mean, even as a doctor, dealing with people is, is my day-to-day -day business, you know, just, just the same as an entrepreneur. So I can't emphasize to you how important it is to go out there and learn how to deal with people constructively because um, that will pay dividends in everybody's lives, <laughs> really. Um, my next question is, how important is time management as an entrepreneur? Time management is paramount. Um, 
as an entrepreneur, you're always trying to squeeze another two or three things in every day. And if you can do that, if you can multitask and get a couple more things done, um, that means you're ahead of your game. <laughs> so managing your time and your efforts is, is absolutely critical. Yeah. And when was NEVAP founded and what stage are you in right now? So NEVAP was founded in 2015 and we are now at a point where we have a scaled manufactured device that we can sell profitably and that is FDA cleared, uh, CE mark cleared so that it can be sold in Europe and it's it's patented and, and being used and studied in patients all over the world now in, in five continents technically. Wow, it's a lot. <laughs> um, what advice would you give me to be successful in these fields? Um, no matter what you do, put your whole heart into it. You know, even if you don't think it's important and you're not going to do it for the rest of your life, because you're there and because you're spending your time doing it, put the best that you have and be nice to everybody along the way and try and make as many friends as you can because you never know who will pop up on your your radar and, and help you one day or somebody who will um, need your help in the future will be in your circle. So try to make that circle as robust as possible. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people could use that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what is your advice to parents of students who want to pursue going into either of these fields? Try to let them do it themselves. Try not to put too much pressure on your children. Um, these two different professions are probably among the most challenging and most demanding uh, fields in the world, you know, in, in any field in general. And if you want your kids to be successful and happy people, not just entrepreneurs or doctors, but people, they need the motivation and the self-satisfaction that comes from being who you want them to be needs to come from themselves, not from fulfilling the, the goals of somebody else externally. Because I can guarantee you, um, if you do go down these paths, that at some point in the years of training or the years of work where it doesn't seem like it's paying off, you'll have your doubts of whether or not to continue. And if the doubts are bigger than the, the motivation, you have a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I feel like a lot of parents could use that as well. Yeah. Do you have any advice that you could give to your past self? And if you could do something differently, what would it be? Um, I wasn't always very, I wasn't always very friendly or constructive in my relationships. And I feel if I could go back in time and talk to my younger self, I would tell my younger self to try to foster more um, relationships and constructive re relationships and to be open to more different experiences. Because, you know, as, as I've gone further along in my career, the opportunity to do something different um, and take on different roles um, basically diminishes over time as, as you get more specialized and more focused on what you're doing um and and unfortunately that's that's 
the way most people's careers become is the better you get at your job and the better you get at what you're doing, the less able you are able to jump into another role and try something different. You know, everybody expects you to continue down the most productive road that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Benjamin Wang, for your time. You're you're very welcome. Nice to meet you, Kashi. And thank you to our viewers. Be sure to check out our other episodes and subscribe to our channel. And stay up to date with all of our upcoming events and activities by following us on social media and signing up for our email list. Check the description for all the links. And see you next time.